Dev Party. Dev Party is with our little mini episodes that we do in between our larger episodes. It's when I call up Vanya, or Vanya calls up me, and we develop a couple rolls of film here and there, and and we do it while recording because the podcast. Mm. Vanya. Yes. How you doing? Well, um, doing uh, pretty good. I'm home. Back from my trip, uh, it was really funny because for some reason no one wanted me to come home because I ten kept like closing in front of me, and I should have just taken that as a sign and stayed out longer. <laughs> you should always take it as a sign to stay out longer. Right? That's what <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. But yeah, I mean, I'm good. It's nice to be home. Um, I miss my puppies, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, I came back with film. That's always very exciting, and I'm ready to develop some. And today we are, I'm mixing up a new batch of uh, this uh, guy I know does some uh, ECN2 kits. I, you know, I know a guy. And uh I got a fresh package in the mail with some, so I'm mixing it up, and I'm gonna develop some uh, Shanghai ver- uh, rebranded Kodak Vision Three. Oh, nice! Yeah. With with spokes. That's right. It's a 120 film. Spokes. Mm-hmm. Spokes. Yeah. Spokes. Yeah. I don't think spokes is the word, is it? No, it's not. But sprocket holes? Yeah, but spokes okay. rhymes with spokes are the things spokes. that you, when you when you <laughs> when you clothesline clip the little the, the baseball cards to your uh, bike, the spokes are what hits the baseball card. Oh yeah, it makes that little like flappy noise. It makes a motorcycle noise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, a motor. Just... That's what it was supposed to be—a motorcycle. This whole time, I thought it was just yeah. for fun. It was. Well, it it was for fun. Yes. But yeah, it was supposed to make motorcycle noises. That's like the, the point. Shut up. Yeah. Right? Listeners, if, if you know what I'm talking about, um, let us know if this is correct. I could be, I could be horribly... My, my childhood could be completely altered right now. Well, mine too, because I, I didn't realize that it was supposed to sound like a motorcycle. That's why people did it. I mean, yes, you did it because it made a cool noise, but... I just thought it was like a flappy noise, but now, now you're changing like the game. <laughs> oh, I am. You're well, changing I don't think everything I am, on though. me. Well, I know. I think it's. I think they were. I think it was just supposed to be motorcycle noises. Hmm. Did you Did you have like a group? You had a group of friends that you rode bike with. Did you ever have one of them that would make the motorcycle noises themselves? Maybe me. <laughs> oh, that okay. I don't know. Yeah. I was kind of a, a little bit of a psychopath, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I I was really into my big wheel. Big wheels were, like, my favorite. Of course. And I ripped the seat off of it because I decided that standing and being able to squat on it, like, and, you know, being able to do more than just sitting down was way better. You wanted to give yourself choices. Exactly. So... Okay. I ripped the seat off and yeah, just crazy going. We, we lived on this, on the top of this really big hill. Um, I have recently driven up the hill <laughs> to see how huge it is. It's not very huge, but it is very long. <laughs> oh, okay. It's weird how, how when we're smaller, things seem more momentous. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I was, uh, this is when I lived in, like, Valencia area, Castaic. Okay. And it is, like, it gets hot. It's, you know, it gets over 100 degrees a lot of days. Mm-hmm. And the bus would just drop us off at the bottom, so I'd have to, like, climb the hill, and I remember that being brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, that was not fun. No. Not fun at all. 
Okay. So you were the one making the motorcycle noises. I had a friend who would make the motorcycle noises, but in between, he would, like, hum his own theme songs, his own, like, his own like score. Like, he made his own? Sip yeah. Dip? He would score. Well, I don't think, I mean, it was just like, it was, you know, it wasn't like a masterpiece here. We were eight. <laughs> it was a masterpiece to him, damn it. He, I don't even know if he knew he did it. Oh my gosh. He was just one of those kids that was not really in his own world, but he was, I don't know, he he had a sister, but it, he, he acted like he was an only child. Oh it was really weird. Like, we weren't allowed in his room as Why? kids. His mom didn't want, him, didn't want anybody in his room. Uh, okay. So it was really, it was really weird. It was really yeah, that weird. Is, that is strange. Yeah. How's he doing? these days oh, I, have, I have no idea <laughs> I don't you know don't, you don't know it's not like I keep in touch with a lot of people I hung out with when I was eight really um, that said, I think a lot, I, a lot of people do I, though maybe I don't I, there's one person <laughs> and he actually just bought a print off of me shut up yeah he was oh, uh, so one of my cool. best friends from kindergarten till I mean through college age mm-hmm. um, we played in bands together we we hung out that's where i learned that when it comes to being like emotionally supportive my mm-hmm. superpower is distraction like i don't <laughs> i don't have good advice and that's fine Never. but i'm really <laughs> good at distraction like if you're sad i can distract you i can't I can't help you you're like a jester I'm a, I'm a little bit like a yeah. I'm the the gesture of of a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. Like oh, your your mom died. I don't know what to do. But you want to go to the arcade? <laughs> I'm good at that. His mom didn't even die. I'm not sure why. His parents were getting a divorce. And oh no. That's yeah. Was he his, like his, he was the friend that his parents got divorced. He, he was, yes, he was the first divorced, I think he was the first, um, well, he was the first friend that I knew whose parents were going through their divorce. Like, I had friends that were, like, single moms and all of that, who were raised by single moms. Yeah. But he was the first friend that I knew, like, that it was going, actively going through it. Mm. And so his dad called my parents and said, hey, can he go over and hang out? And, you know, he, he, he and Eric can, you know... I don't know, do stuff. So we went to, uh, uh, shout out to my Pennsylvania listeners, uh, we went to Knobles Grove. What's and that? Just, Knobles Grove is a free amusement park. Ooh. Parking is, is free. Open? Yeah. Parking is free. Admission is free. Rides are not. And obviously food isn't. But if you're like a parent and you want to take your kids to an amusement park and you don't feel like riding anything or you just kind of, you know, want them to run wild... The, that's a great place for you to go because everything is free. You can spend an entire day there and not spend a dime. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a really cool place. One of the things, like the, the four things that I miss in Pennsylvania, Knobles is one of them. <laughs> and it's just Place. beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. So, I mean, this is a film developing podcast. So let's talk some more about amusement parks. Yeah, Absolutely. No, what you're developing? You're developing the the rebranded Vision Three. I am. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, I'm I'm what? mixing uh, your kit at the moment. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the kit since we're both doing it. I'm well, actually, I am developing. I'm developing Veracrome, Veracolor, Veracolor Three. Oh, cool. Yes, my favorite color emulsion. R.I.P. <laughs> Very long ago. R.I.P. I'm not. I'm still not. I'm not sad about it. I'm oh, a little okay. sad about it. A little bit. A little bit, okay. A little bit, a bit. Um, so yeah, my, my ECM2 kits. Uh, we figured that since some things have, have changed a little bit in the ECM2 world, mm-hmm. um, we'd drop in and kind of say, hey, I still have, I still sell kits. I know that there is a rather prominent film photography store and project that was selling ECN2 kits, and they are remarkably similar to mine. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say identical, Mm -hmm. and they are no longer carrying those. So 
I just kind of wanted everybody to, to know that I am still carrying the ones that I've always carried. So if, if you were getting the kits from them, you will no longer be able to do that. But you can still get them from me. Oh, cool. Um, yes. I mean, every obviously, every film photography outlet or whatever has color-developing kits. You know, they all oh, my gosh. I know. It's crazy how many um, ECN2 kits are on the market right now. You kind of yep. have a, a bit of a... <laughs> well, the one that makes mine, I think, better is, one, I make it. It's, you know who you know who it comes from. I, I like, make it uh, myself. It's it's I call it the DIY kit because it, it isn't done through machines. It isn't done, you know, in some some kind of weird industrial zone. It is in my living room, mm-hmm. and I use measuring. I mean, I, I measure them all out. There, it's it's something that I that I, I guess, take pride in or whatever. And something that I do. I spend a few days a month. That's all I do. That's my that's my job for those few days, and I I, I wouldn't say I enjoy it, but I do like that I get to um, help out the film community while you know helping helping me pay rent. I do enjoy that too. Yeah, um, I know this is a great I mean side hustle for sure, and you know yeah. no hate on that. Everybody no. should have a little bit of a side hustle. Unfortunately, we have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do also handle queries like if people have questions about the kit or about developing i'm there like pretty much immediately to answer those questions yeah i don't think any other companies are really going to be able to do that sin is still i don't think they do an ecn2 kit but sin is still um i guess is okay with that but it is they're a bigger company so it's understandable that they may not be as quick or as detailed but i am i'm pretty quick with that um i do enjoy most of the emails I get about it, uh, I do get a lot of or emails or mostly messages on on Instagram. I I think it's fine. I'm fine with that. I never have a problem with that. I don't no complain about that at all. Um, also, my kits are cheaper usually. Almost all I think they're always cheaper because you provide your own fixer, and that's easy because this is a this is I don't, kind of an advanced developing thing, right? I mean. I would recommend at least knowing how to do black and white before doing ECN2. And to do black and white, you need a fixer. And that same fixer you can use with my kits. Same exact fixer. So all you get with the kit is a developing, developing the, the, the developer, and the um, bleach. bleach. Yep. Yeah. And so, then you just heat up your, your fixer, or you set some fixer, you make some fixer. If you do rapid fix, you just set some aside to heat up, which I kind of like doing. I like to have um, a different... You like doing a separate. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't. I've never done yeah. a separate, and I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't know. There's something about heating it up. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep that on its own deal, because... Well, yeah. Because I w- was in chemistry for a week... And then one day the teacher was like, hey, what's your name again? I'm like, uh, Vanya, <laughs> you're not in this class. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> oh, they're lost, really. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so we're going to develop with ECN2 chemicals today at some point. We'll get around to it. Um, eh, eventually. The chems need to be heated up to 106. That's not quite true. The developer needs to be heated to 106. The bleach needs to be around 100, though it can be as low as 80. And the fixer should probably be around 80-ish. The longer I use this, the less I care about the temperatures. The 106 for the developer is pretty strict. I would not deviate from that by a degree or two. I, I would be as... As strict as you can with that. The bleach, you know, a good a good thing to do is maybe heat all the chemicals <laughs> up all at once. Yeah. Get them all to like that 106. Mm-hmm. And then just let it go. Don't worry about it. Develop it Makes and then sense. use the bleach and then use the fixer and it cools down naturally and not a problem. I've never that's what I do. I never have a problem with it. Uh so one thing I do have to mention is uh, the 
the Shanghai Vision 3 still has that really awesome black gooey stuff. <laughs> oh, Remjet, yeah. <laughs> On the film still. So uh, that's kind of why we're like messing around. I, I was actually uh, just soaking my uh, film just for a wee bit with some baking soda and hot water. And I just poured and it looked like a fairly decent amount came out. So I'm just about ready to uh, to get started here. And I'm okay. so excited. <laughs> yeah. My temp, my cams are, are back up to temp or real close to it. I busted out the grape otter pop because I am at, I'm at 110. So I'm gonna throw that guy back. Okay. So the grape otter pop back in for for a wee bit. I'm at 103. I'm just kind of coaxing it a little bit warmer. And to do that, to do that, I have a I have a, a bucket of hot water, like really okay. hot, as as hot as your tap will go. My I, my tap goes to 130, mm-hmm. which is kind of hot, but still. Yeah, that does seem pretty hot. It's a little like hot. Like your uh, water heater turned up all the way. Yes, this is on purpose. <laughs> Okay, that's what I figured. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a little hotter than it would normally be. Okay, okay. I'm I'm not mad at you. No, thank you. Don't be mad at me. I have I have mine up all the way too. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's all the way, but it is up to around. I don't understand why anybody would want lukewarm showers. That sounds awful. I need my showers to basically burn the first like four or five layers of my skin off. Oh uh, uh, yeah, same really. <laughs> so anyway, what I do is I have a bucket of incredibly hot water, and I put the developer and all the other chemicals in there, in their bottles in there, and um, it heats by you know, I don't know osmosis or something, but it heats up the, not not osmosis. It heats up the the chems, and so I'm at 104 right now, and I'll soon be ready. Nice. That sounds awesome. Yes. How about um, you? Uh, let's see. Let me just stir this up really quick. I am at 108. Okay. We're both so, very, very close. Gosh, we're just like, right? Yeah. Uh, right right there. there. Right there. And so the, the developing, there's one developer, and the development time is three minutes. It is a very quick developing time. So I agitate, um, I agitate kind of often, I guess. Um, it should probably be once every 30 seconds, but I probably do it probably once every 20 seconds. You gotta just feel this out yourself. But I think once every 30 seconds is, is a good idea. I think I'm constantly going to agitate for this one. Just a sure, very slow agitation. Not anything yeah. like absolutely insane like you. Yeah. It literally sounds like you're trying to kill your <laughs> yeah. trying to kill your film he's a very you're a very large agitator <laughs> or like you yeah you're a loud agitator <laughs> i am yeah guilty guilty yeah so a lot of people use the ecn2 chemicals for the ecn2 film and that makes sense the letters all match up i like developing c41 color in ecn2 it changes it. It does look a little different. It gets it very saturated, and I like the saturation. And I think it it works really well for expired film. It really leans into the odd color, and I don't, I'm not, not quite color shifts, because I don't, I'm not a fan of color shifting. Uh, Like, I don't want my blues to be yellow. (laughs) Don't want that. But it, it does not do a color shift but it does change the look of it a little bit. And I really like how it looks. I mean, on the show notes, I'll put a link to literally all of my ECN2 photos. There's like 800 of them or something. So you can take a look for yourself and see what you think. Mm-hmm. But I am ready to develop. Are you ready to develop? I am. Um, I do have to mention something though. <laughs> oh God, what? <laughs> Um, I guess it was like a tiny hole in my udder pop, so when I pulled the udder pop out, half of it is gone. <laughs> well, don't eat the udder pop. So <laughs> no, it's in the trash. I, okay. I, it says don't eat it because I use the same one. Um, 
but yeah, I took it out and I was like, oh, like, this looks empty. <laughs> so I guess it turns out the Otter Pops aren't really reusable. No, no, not, not so Not much. a huge surprise. Okay, are you ready to pour out the, pre, the pre-soak? I am. Okay. Let's do this. A lot of people don't pre-soak. You can do it if you want to. I do it with expired film. I usually don't do it with every other, anything else. Sort of. Okay. And we've got a three-minute dev time, so let's go. Otter pop. Bottoms up. Pouring in. I'm always a little nervous with the first, you know, the first roll. Yeah. From from a new mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had. I would say I've never had a failure. I don't think I've ever had a failure for the of the mixture though. I don't think I've ever done anything where like the developer doesn't work because I mixed it wrong or the chemicals were bad. Oh, like like you didn't accidentally pour grape otter pop in your in your mixture is what you're saying. Not accidentally, no. <laughs> That must be nice. <laughs> it's good to be but back. Did, did you... <laughs> hold on. Okay. Did, did the otter pop leak into your developer? Yes. I think that you're not understanding me. Yes, no, I thought it was just... Oh, boy. Okay. And you're still going to use it? Fuck yeah. Why wouldn't I? Well, I can't think of a good reason. I so, mean, what, what's in here, literally? It's like purple, like blue lake dye and, and water and sugar. I'm sure it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, people develop with coffee and beer and maybe right? Otter Pops now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a dash of Otter Pop. It really just, yeah. you know, makes it go to the next level, really. <laughs> I don't I'm, know I'm anything so glad. other. I don't know anything else to do with uh, grape otter pops anyway. So. Well, are you kidding? They're my favorite ones. That's so gross. You're such a liar. No one likes gra- grape otter pops. Okay. My favorite. <laughs> we we didn't have otter pops. We had Flavo ice. Oh my god. <laughs> and grape Flavo were ice. Fla- Flavo ice, and uh. by far my favorite were the grape, followed by the red. And then the orange. And green. I didn't like the green at all. I think there were just four colors. Gosh. I, I, think there were, I think they added a blue at some point. I didn't care for that either. I feel like they all kind of taste the same, really, but whatever. I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. They're not, they're not do Sour Patch a, Kids. Well, that's what I was going to say. We should do a Otter Pop test. Next time we go camping... We'll have to do it like the first day, though. How? How would we have, do that? Do we I don't have, have no f- idea. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, luckily for everybody, we are almost done with the developing. Yep. Which, uh, I think we have about 10 seconds left. Oh, wow. So, I pour out... Yeah, it's only three minutes. I pour out around 10-second mark. As you can hear... And then, for a stop bath, I use water. For stopping, it, it for me, it is filling up with water and dumping it, filling it up with water and dumping it. It's like three times. People will absolutely have strong opinions on using like acid stops for color. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those people and enjoy using an acid stop for your color, that is awesome. I'm very happy for you. Um, it works. It, it just works. And it probably works better than water, but I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Um, to get to the pH level, I think you need to use sulfuric acid. I could be wrong about that. That is what Kodak suggests. They have a formula for uh, ECN2 stop bath, which is sulfuric acid. Wow. I mean, not just, they, they do water it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I am. I've basically stopped. I, I'd say my film is the developing is stopped. So, I would say mine is too. I think I'm. So ready I for need blades. to wash it out. So now we have to do an Ilford wash. Oh yeah. And 
The one thing about ECN2 is that it does require a lot of washing. Yeah, it does seem to, to need much more water than most. But it does make a difference to wash in between them. Yes, you have to wash in between. Huge difference. If, if the, a little bit of the developer is left on the film and it gets in contact with the bleach, it really, really um, streaks your film. Yeah, I had that issue and I didn't, and that's why I wasn't really into it because I'm kind of uh, a lazy washer. So I had to learn to wash better. <laughs> it's true. I am ready for bleach. No, you are not. You have to keep washing. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, fine. Uh. I'm going to do, do one more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Taking forever. Bleach? Okay. And I think we are ready to bleach. Now, bleach is also three minutes. All right, so are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready too. Let's do Let's this. Let's bleach. Let's bleach. The, th the nice thing I like about the bleach is that it is extremely yellow and it'll tell you if you haven't washed properly. It, it will let you know, it is true. My bleach is a little cold. Oh no. Yeah, that's alright. That's okay. Now a lot of people will skip the bleaching process. It's not it's not essential. And I'll explain that. There is something called bleach bypass. Mm -hmm. And what and what that is, is you you don't use the bleach. And what that does is, is it it, in the end, it makes your film look kind of gritty and dirty. Uh, they used it in a lot of like a lot of '70s B movies uh, as a as like a cost cutting thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the '70s movies look that way because they didn't bleach their film. And so you can get that that similar look uh, by by bleach bypassing or bypassing bleach, I guess. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it necessarily, but a lot of people do, so you can experiment with that. I believe if you do the, if you do the bleach bypass and you don't like it, you can always bleach it again. Oh, I don't, really? I think so. I don't know that I've done that, mm. but I don't see yeah. why not. Maybe there's a reason. Do you have any examples of bleach bypass? I do. Yeah, I've done a few. You should I can. Some. I will try to remember. Yes. Note to note to future editing self. <laughs> find the bleach bypass pictures. Hopefully we find them. It's been a while. It's been years. Yeah, it's been years. <laughs> uh. And so with bleach, like after you're done with the bleach, wash it again. It's kind of the same way. There's no reason to to stop. The, the bleach, there's no bleach stop, it just pour it out. Mm -hmm. And then do a wash, like mm -hmm. an Ilford wash, and you're fine. It's not as critical going into fixing, but it is still critical, you yeah, know, still wash. Okay. So what are your photos of? That's a good question. Thank you. Um, let me look, I had a sticker on it. Let me see if I actually wrote something on it. Vision 3, 200 ISO. It is time to pour the bleach. Alrighty. Well, um, I don't have an answer for that yet. Well, but we'll I, soon find out. Yeah, we will. And I'm excited to see what they are. I don't know exactly. Eh, I'm trying to remember what it would be. I am just not sure. That's okay. No clue. Mine is Veracolor 2, and I shot this on January, January, come on, July, July 2nd. Ooh. And so that would have been the Imnaha hike that I did. Oh, and, how exciting. Um, probably something after that, too. You know, have we talked about the, the hike yet? I feel like we haven't. I don't know. It yeah, was the one. It was literally the first thing I did. 
Yeah, before, but then you went on your trip right, like right after that. Well, that was part of the trip. Yeah, that was like the first day. Mm -hmm. uh, would you want to go back again? Um, it was, <laughs> it was the hardest ten miles I've ever done. But really? yeah, yeah, it was so hard. It was so overgrown, and I didn't have a machete. Why not? Well, I didn't think it was gonna be that overgrown, and so. I think someone told you that it was gonna be overgrown. Yeah, but someone telling you, oh, it's a little overgrown, and seeing like, oh, I have to hack my way through this, are two totally different things. Yeah. And it was Just, hot. Yeah. Cornered a rattlesnake, you know, all the fun stuff. Oh, fun. Well, it was uh, hiking along a ledge. And uh, not like a, like a dangerous ledge or anything, just, you know, a narrow, narrow path between a wall and a cliff, a ledge. <laughs> okay. I, <Yep>. And <laughs> there was a rattlesnake right in the path. And I was like, well, the fuck? What was he doing? I don't know. Just hanging out. <laughs> well, this is my path. Locals only. He, he coiled up. Yeah, it was very much that. He coiled, and um, I, I don't know. I, I it was not fun. Yeah, I met a snake on the road at night. He was like coiled up in the middle of the road, hissing as oh, cars no. driving by. Wow. Well, weird. Yeah. He's not the chicken. smartest. Not <laughs> the smartest playing, snake in the world. He was playing chicken. It was really weird. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, if you want to do it again, I can. I'll do. I'll hold the machete. Well, thank you. Okay, I think. I think I'm done washing. Let's fix. So let's do some fixing. Five minutes. And again, just using regular Wilford Rapid Fix. Any any fixer for the most part should do. Mhm. Mm I know that people have used TF4 for it. I was. Tempted to use TF5, but I have to mix up a new batch of that. Or maybe yeah, I did already. I'm using TF4 right now. Okay. Uh, you can tell by the smell. <laughs> it smells like cat pee. It sure does. And it also smells like the bathroom, the woman's bathroom in a KOA. Fair enough. <laughs> Also, KOAs are weird, you guys. I wasn't planning on staying at any, uh, but my plans changed because there was thunder, lightning, storms, and the place I wanted to stay for free. Um, one of the reviews was like, this place is awesome after a rain. It's super muddy and good for like ATVs. So I was just like, shit, that's cool. <laughs> I'm going to end up going out there and getting stuck and basically staying there until everything dries out. So um, I felt that it was a better choice to, to find different accommodations, which was kind of a pain in the ass. And so I settled for a KOA um, and you know, whatever, it's fine. But as soon as I got there, it was like nine o'clock and there was like kids screaming at the top of their lungs at the pool, Ooh. like at the top of their lungs screaming, like, like, just blood curdling like screams <laughs> and I am um, cheap and paid for a tent site which just happens to be right next to the pool <laughs> oh yeah yeah and I wanted I... to be the old lady that was like shut up but I was just like all right it's almost 10 fine scream. I haven't stayed in the KOA in a while for those who don't know KOAs are, are a good campground chain franchise sort of thing yeah. They all kind of look the same. It's basically a parking lot. It's an RV park. Yes. More than a campground. There's a tent area. But usually they're kind of ugly. Usually, yeah. They are. No, we stayed at one in... Idaho. Yeah, Monticello? Uh, Montpelier. Mont Montpelier, okay. Uh, that was that was nice enough. It was tree covered and there was a shower. Now that's there. that's rare. KOAs have all, all have showers. That's true. Yeah, I think that was the the only reason 
it's acceptable usually is that there's a shower. <laughs> yeah. So we're fixing, so we need to answer the question. You can answer the question. I'm not going to answer it. You're not going to answer it. Okay. No. Well, the question from last episode was, if you could completely forget about a photographer, just wipe the person from your mind, specifically so that you could rediscover them where you are now in photography, who would that be? Mm-hmm. And my answer, after a bit of thinking, is, is Evans, but not Walker Evans. It's Terry Evans. Oh, cool. Yeah. He, yeah, Terry Evans is, if you're not familiar with her work, you, you should be. She does a lot of stuff in Kansas, and mostly Kansas and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did. I don't think she's working at this point. She's maybe retired, but she did so much work. There is a wonderful hardback that kind of collects like, sort of a greatest hits sort of thing. And when I found her, I was like, ooh, neat, Kansas, but didn't really do much with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. And I'm thinking, well, now I think I'm in a much better place, photographically speaking, that I could really benefit from just discovering her anew. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe not, but I think that's who I would pick. I would like to, that like that feeling when you first discover somebody who, who you're just like, oh, this is something special. Yeah. I, I want, I, I like having that feeling. And that's what the question was was really about. But everybody got very practical with it, so I think I'm gonna get very practical with it too. So I, um, I think I would shoot Kansas differently huh. now. Would you? I think I think it would make me want to go back. Whereas now I don't not want to go back to Kansas, but it's not like top of my list. But I think rediscovering her, I'd be like, oh, I want to do this or this or this. Just a, a thought. Maybe it's real, maybe it's not. But regardless, I get to plug Terry Evans. So if, if you have not heard of her, and not surprising, she's not incredibly popular outside of the Midwest, uh, check her out. I'll put a link in the show notes to the book I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And now we're done fixing. Yay! And I see that we have commercial time. So yeah, let's do this. Let's do some washing. After these messages, we'll be right back. Here they come. Mattel's new Barum bikes. They look and sound just like a motorcycle. With storage compartment, motorcycle handlebars, and Mattel's fantastic Varum motor that works with a real key. Mattel's Varum bikes. See them. Hear them. Get them wherever bikes are sold. You can tell them a tell. They're swell. Oh, shit. Okay. Welcome back. Um, well, I guess it's time to to pull the film. Except first, uh, we did do an Ilford wash, and real quick, that is that is filling up your tank with water, pouring it out, filling it up again, agitating five seconds, pouring it out. Filling it up again, agitating 10 seconds, pouring it out. Fill it up again, agitate 20 seconds, pour it out, and then your film should be clean of fixer. So, that's what we did during the commercial break. So, Vanya, do you have negatives? I do! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I'm so excited. As you should be. <laughs> I do. Do I am I just pulled them out. I'm gonna dry them really quick before I say anything. How about you? Do you have images or negatives or anything? I do indeed. And it's your crazy very bushy uh rattlesnake trip? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um it is it is on the second. I was there on, on the thirtieth, I think. Oh. On June thirtieth. So um, it's not that. It is some other stuff, though. I think it should be fun. I did, and I never do this, but uh, I did crinkle the film a little bit when I was loading it. Oh. So that might affect that might affect something here or there. Oh, that's and a bummer. It is a bummer, but to figure that out, we'll have to, we'll have to go to the futures. So let's go to the future. Here we are in the future. We are in the future. Uh, it's the next day. It is the next day. Yeah. And what a beautiful day it is. 
It's quite lovely. It is. Before before we start looking at the pictures, I want to um I want to cover a few things that we missed. Okay. Um, was at, yeah, we don't usually do this and I don't know why we need to issue corrections so soon because there were a few corrections we needed to make. First, uh was things that were in the in, in like the heat of the moment, we don't always explain things very well. And I think since this is somewhat instructional, we probably should. Um, oh yeah, that's me 100%. Remjet removal. All we really mentioned was, oh, water, baking soda, done. Mm-hmm. What, that's not really, I mean, what's what's the, what's the recipe? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I kind of just wing it, honestly, about like a tablespoon in about, I don't know, 500 mil of really? okay. warm to hot water. And then just agitate? Well, yeah, I dissolve it in that and then put it in there, agitate. And I think I left it in there for a couple minutes and then I pre-soaked. Well, actually, then I rinsed it once or twice and pre-soaked. Okay. I would suggest agitating more and also rinsing I would more. suggest that too. Yeah. Since I had some issues and had to rewash my film oh, after did you? Okay. I scanned it. Yeah. yeah. I, I usually use two tablespoons of baking soda for 500 milliliters or hmm. per, per roll of film, I guess. But that's about 500 milliliters. So that's yeah. my recommendation. And then agitate. And then you're going to probably have to spot clean the film afterwards. Which I, I, I usually fill up, you know, something like a bucket and put put it in there and kind of rub it a little bit under the water. And I didn't do that this time. Okay. And I definitely should have because I had some issues with a little bit of rimjet still on my film, which is a little frustrating because I let it dry perfectly. <laughs> and oh, I was like, no, man. no, I got to want it again. So another thing, which cameras did you use? You used, well, okay. I used the Mamiya RB67, which probably isn't a surprise. Did you use the RB? Of course. Okay. That's what I brought on my trip for medium format. So okay. basically everything that I have shot outside of the water is probably going to be RB67 or my Super D. Okay. Super D. So on your Sorry. photos. <laughs> I feel like I have to say it like that now. So you shot 120, and yet there are sprocket holes. That should probably be explained. Yes. So Shanghai has taken, what is it, Vision 3, rebranded it, put it in like old Fuji backing paper, which is so confusing. <laughs> this is like the first uh, run, I think. I don't know if they have different backing paper now but this is from when i ordered a bunch like last year now this is 70 millimeter film cut down to a 120 size 70 millimeter is a little bit wider correct than 120 mm -hmm. and so they cut it down but you can't cut it down to the 120 size and escape the sprocket holes mm -hmm. this is not 35 millimeter film no. rolled on a 120 spool this it is, is not the size of of 120 film, but because it comes from 70 millimeter motion picture film, like IMAX film, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, the sprocket holes are still there a little bit. If you saw yes. if you saw the movie Nope, that's the film that the one of the the, the film the, the cinematographer was loading into his camera to catch the impossible shot in Nope, the movie Nope. Yes. Okay. So also uh, an editing note, I did just edit the episode and it's really weird talking about the episode I just edited since this is on the episode that I just edited. Nevertheless, Whoa. I know this is very, I don't know, speaking of time travel, maybe. We do take a long time to wash. And even when it seems like we aren't editing out, like going to commercial, um, we are editing out, we're cutting out large chunks of washing time. So when it seems like we're just 
really quickly washing or not. We're doing minutes and minutes of washing in between. Yeah. Like it's almost like a cooking show where they prepare a meal and they're like, oh, but check it out. You have to put this in the oven for three hours, but we put one in earlier and here's what it looks like. It's similar to that, except that we don't have, we don't get any food. Oh, and also no cake. Also, and probably most importantly, there was a lot of talk about grape otter pops. What the fuck were you using a grape otter pop for? Because that was never explained. Oh, well, I figured I had discussed this before. I use grape otter pops to uh, get my temperature right. Usually my water is too hot, so I put the otter pop in and that will slowly but surely get down my however said much water I have to temp. <laughs> and by water I, and by water you mean developer. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So well, so really quick, the only reason why I guess I thought everybody knew that was someone shared on their story that they did that too. And they used a grape water pop as kind of like a little, like you can use a frozen water bottle. That's how I learned this trick. This yeah. was actually a trick that I learned, I think, at Otis. Mm-hmm. Um, they had frozen water bottles that say, do not drink on them. And you use that to get the water down to like 20 Celsius if you're doing black and white. And then obviously if you're doing color, you know, you can, if it's really hard to just like warm up your water and go, oh yeah, that's 106. And and again, by water, you mean developer. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Sorry. Nope. It's okay. And so in this instance, you would put the frozen grape otter pop into your developer Mm-hmm. developer was like at 110 and so it quickly brings it down to 106 or yes. the otter pop leaks into your developer a little s- bit of both so, uh, i say a little from column a a little from column b for this time around okay but i'm looking at your photos now mm-hmm. that segue fucking seamless oh my god so good and that's what i've heard I, so in such a long time i don't notice any grape coloring or flavoring for that matter no, no otters, nothing. It's nothing. very strange. Yeah, well, very... there is bromide drag. <sighs> I guess. I'm not. No, there is not. That is not bromide drag. What is it? I th- I don't know, but it's not bromide drag. Is it from the scanner? That's a possibility. Okay. So let's, okay. If you're looking at her pictures, looking at her show notes, her pictures, you can see the sprocket holes. But above and below the sprocket holes, depending, there are what I could only refer to as echoes of a sprocket hole, like visual stains almost. Kind of. This this happens to me when I use old expired Fuji. Okay. Um, And then obviously with this this Shanghai, I've never had it with anything else. So I don't know what it is. When you look at the negative, can you see it on the negative? No. That tells me you did not look very hard. <laughs> Probably not. I okay. guess I could look a little harder. Because that would tell you if it's the scanner or not. If it's not on the negative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could possibly be the scanner. I think there are those little adjustment marks that I could. I, I was using a holder. What I should do is put it down on the glass and yeah. see if I get the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Def- I mean, it, I I left them there because I felt like I wanted to emphasize that I'm having this issue, uh, and also that there's sprocket holes on this 120 uh, roll of film. <laughs> well, I recently saw somebody do not know who, but it was someone on Instagram who had this problem and was asking about it, and I don't know if they got an answer or not. So it's not just you. I I don't know what it comes from though, but I'm I'm. Like ninety five percent sure it's not bromide drag or any kind of chemical drag to begin. To, to be honest, I think it's light. Either light, well, it's light. It's either light from a scanner or light that's actually exposed onto the film. That, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it is not chemical. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess if it was not. chemical, it would look more drippy or look more like. I would think it. Wouldn't go Fluidy. both ways. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what it is. I don't think it's chemical though. And it's not just because it, these are my kits and uh, I'm gonna say, oh, there's no problem here. I just, do, it doesn't have like that chemical gradient to it. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's it's very sharp. So it well, tells me that that's light. So besides, besides my that. silly sprocket holes, yeah. what about my images? <laughs> I, well, I like ECM2 chemicals developing pretty much every color emulsion with the exception of ECM2 emulsion. Okay. I don't dislike it, but I tend to like C41 better. Not always, but, and it's always, you know, how can you tell? You know, once it's developed, it's developed. There's not much you can really do apart from like strict like lab testing. I, that said, I really like the, the it, it almost has like a, a saturated portra feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I do like that. I, I'm not like anti-portra. I just think it's overused and a bit like, like, okay, portra. But no, this, I mean, that's all we have. I mean, we, we, no, we, we don't. don't have, Neither of us we don't have portra. a lot. Uh, that's all I'm saying. We don't have a lot of we it. We don't have a lot. That is true. But. We're, we don't have a lot of different types of films that we can choose from. Portra is readily available. It is readily available. Places, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it doesn't mean I like it. That said, I do like your more saturated Portra feel. There is like a silveriness to it as well that I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Mm. The the photos, especially of the arrow sign. Does it say kitchenette? Yeah, it does say yes. kitchenette. That's cool. So it was for an old hotel. It says lodge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, special, yeah, it's not, special yeah, time sorry, not lodge. Not a hotel, but a lodge. Is it, is it say special time lodge? Um, I hope so, because that sounds amazing, but I don't think so. It says... Sp- Something... Spanish trail. Ah, that's what it is. Spanish, Spanish trail, trail lodge. Right. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I really I, I like that the color of the rust I like the warmth underneath the arrow on both of the images mm-hmm. I like the warmth underneath things because I'm shooting from like the ground it's up in the air but yeah. still not getting not having shadow in that in that one particular spot just looks so neat it mm-hmm. just looks so much fun so I love it I love the weathered look of the sign, it's gorgeous. I hope it n- they never get rid of it. I think it's fantastic. It's pretty cool. Now the, uh, the, the yeah. third picture. Yes, is that the lodge itself? No. Okay. Actually, this is down the street from Liz's house because oh. I got to hang out with Liz, y'all. <laughs> so this is Liz Potter. Yes. That's so awesome. Liz, I know where you live. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um. I actually, I've been meaning to message her because we went in there, we checked it out. She said it's really like someone had, someone definitely has destroyed this place more than it needs to be. It was in fairly good shape until recent. Wait a minute. Is this the railroad depot? Yeah. Oh, some of my favorite photos from her are Mm -hmm. are of that depot. Yeah, this is it. So it is, it is pretty run down which is really really sad because i don't know if they can fix yeah, it that looks pretty bad <laughs> i think it's gone now yeah. uh speaking of that i want to ask her if she can give me a couple pieces of wood from it because it the i just i don't know it's beautiful uh and but the, yeah and the last photo the one that looks like it's like natural stone yeah so this building also on on tracks. Yeah. Uh, it was the city before I got to go see her. I actually showed you this building and you were not impressed. So that's why I decided to share it because fuck you. It's awesome. No, the I think orange it's a good is building. fantastic. Yeah. And the roof is stupid because it almost looks like, uh, like I photoshopped it or something. And I tried to erase something because the roof is dipped down, but no, that's just how the roof is. And the the, the shingles are are like ceramic tile. It looks like, uh, yes, or they something. Are. I mean, not ceramic, but something kind of stone tile, or they are stone tile, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and the uh, the different shadows on the doors mm-hmm. are. Fucking amazing. I mean, yeah. just this no, it's, it's picture. Great. The picture you sent me when you were on the road, it I it looked awful. <laughs> it looked like a hard like like I would never want to photograph this. But seeing it now with the colors that uh, well, seeing what my ECN2 kit did to these colors <laughs> changes my mind completely. Well, 
I actually just uh, really quick. I want to show you a bonus picture. So you've talked about, we've talked about Shanghai not being like perfect in a lot of their film. So I wanted to show you the first image that um, I took. (laughs) Oh, that's a bummer. This is a better image. This is like a better composition. It is. And (sighs) the second one that I took was kind of just like, a bullshit like i was just like all right so just, what we're looking at case. is there's a um it looks like the piece of tape yes is so crooked and I, not across the entire film plane and it's yeah. on in the frame which it shouldn't be no so i like this better obviously i like the framing better yeah. i do i'd see what i was trying to do on the top one but no didn't work but yes i had an issue with the tape so again with trying to find different options for color film that supposedly might be cheaper may or may not be a good choice, honestly. Well, okay. Here's another, another option for the weird sprocket hole echoes is it could be something from the factory. True. Like it, it does look like know. it was maybe exposed and on like the core on the roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and you know, that's something that wouldn't happen with any more careful film company, but with Shanghai, you're just kind of like, that makes sense. Yeah. That could be. Um, Okay. I definitely am not going to pick Shanghai for a job, I would say. And if I am, it's probably a backup role. Yeah. Yeah. Backup Um, to a backup. That's, yeah, I think I still have a few roles left and I've got really like no desire to shoot them. I I shoot so little color. You don't like sprocket holes. I don't like sprocket holes and I don't like cropping. So mm-hmm. not much I can really do there. Yeah. That but, said, maybe in like um maybe in like a box camera. Yeah, maybe. that's actually perfect. Yeah. Oh my, you know what? I did actually shoot one role in the Holga. Oh, okay. So I'll be excited to see those. I, I yeah. really tried harder this time. So okay. but anyways, enough about my dumb pictures. Let's talk about this. Freaking picture. <laughs> it's stupid. Well, what the hell is this, Eric? The first, the first role that I ever developed with ECN2 was Vericolor 3. Mm-hmm. I had de- been developing it in, in, in uh, C41. This was very expired. And it was all blue. And I was just like, this sucks because it's color film. It shouldn't just be blue. So as a test for my first batch of ECN2 ever, I threw in the Vericolor. That was a dumb thing to do. I shouldn't have done that, but I did. And it came out looking beautiful. It just, it was like very vibrant, lots of reds. The blues were not overbearing and it was very saturated looking. And that was like, oh, this is it. This is it. I'm, I'm good here. This is what I need to develop everything with. And then I did. And pretty much everything I've ever developed since then has been with ECN2. And so, yeah, this roll of film is, is Vericolor 3. When was it expired again? 1997. Jesus, look at it. And oh, it looks, my gosh. It does not look expired. No, it looks so fucking... I mean, I know this isn't like... This does not mean <laughs> that well, you can go buy a roll of 1997 Vericolor 3 and this happened, but wow, it is so gorgeous to see when magic happens yeah. and... Magic definitely happened. the The amount of gradients, the blue gradients in the sky, and how much of a contrast between the green grass and the yellows and the warm oranges—it's stunning. Like this may be my new favorite color picture of yours. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's, it's a it's an abandoned it's house that I great. saw near Joseph, Oregon. Or I want to live enterprise. there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a beautiful area. It's it was in July, and you can still see snow on the mountains. No. Um, I'm all snow. What's that? Yeah. And the next picture is it is a little duller. I was the sun was um, around noonish, so it was very bland. But mm. it is. Uh, I I don't know what this is. It is a. I know what it is. A concession stand of some sort. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, the words outlaw wrestling are kind of sloppily painted across it. It's perfect. I don't know. It's very outlaw. I don't know what would, what would, was this this a concession stand to benefit outlaw wrestling? And if so, 
how outlaw could the wrestling possibly be if there's like a bake sale to support it? I don't know any of these questions. This is the only the only ex exposure to outlaw wrestling that I've had in Enterprise, Oregon, but there we are. The next it's wonderful. The next two pictures are of a clear cut site. Um I'm pretty sure this was Idaho at this point. Maybe mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Idaho. And it was just something to take a picture of, really. Uh, there's a a young stump, uh, three stumps together, actually, and uh, some some ground that used to be woods. Yeah. I, so, of course, I don't know. I think just we always constantly look at things and then try to relate to them in any sort of way. And this, this picture reminds me of some of the first time I've ever seen clear cuts before in my life. Yeah. Uh, and that was like, uh, illegally using dirt bikes on fire roads and going into the mountains miles and miles out until you reach a clearing and you're like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Um, kind of sneaky. You know, they, they, they have, but it's, this is what it is, dude. They yeah. do this. It's a thing. And they, f they tear every single thing down and it's really, really sad. And I wish they wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> or at least replant something. Well, they, I mean, they, they do replant. I mean, a lot of these places are tree farms. Um, they didn't used to be, of course, it used to be old growth forests, like everything else, but they'll replant, um, at some point soon, probably. It looks like everything is removed. And then the last picture is of a road grader at, at one of the clear cut sites. And they, they use that road grader to, to make roads so that the logging trucks can get in. And I mean, yeah, I, uh, overall, I, I love Veracolor three and Veracolor three and ECN two is easily my favorite. I'm hesitant to always say that because I know that Veracolor 3 is not made anymore, hasn't been made in like a decade. And the more I talk about it, the more it's gone. I personally- I don't know. I mean, I I feel like if you just, it's like ectochrome. People were like so, I mean, they didn't get rid of that for very long, but- Yeah, that was like a year know. or two. Veracolor 3, <laughs> it's not it's not going to happen again. And if it does, I, I don't, I haven't I bought new Portra film. Portra replaced- Veracolor 3. Did it? Is that right? I think that's what it was. Okay. And it's yeah. a very different emulsion. Um, Portra and, and Ektar kind of combined are Veracolor 3. I know Ektar, Ektar existed along with Veracolor 3 for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think Portra did. Because Veracolor, Veracolor in general was the portrait film. That's like if you were, if you got your picture taken in the 80s at school, that was on Veracolor. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was the first film that Kodak formulated to capture black skin. Yep. That was uh, in the in the late 70s. They finally figured, why not? Turns out black people like their photo taken too. Who knew? <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Those are the, those are the, the, the photos um, I do want to bring attention to, I, I do have an Instagram account specifically for my DIY ECN2 kits. So you far, sure do. it's just my photos. Eventually, if I have some sort of spare time ever, I would like to start posting other people's photos. Yeah, I would love to see other, I mean, I love seeing your pictures, but it would be really nice to see others. Hey, maybe I'll submit one of mine. <laughs> a lot of a few people have and uh, I haven't done anything with it yet. It's it's not much that I don't have a lot of time to do things with this yet, but I hope to. Anyway, the account is DIY ECN2, right? I think it's I think it's just that DIY yep. ECN2. And I also follow that hashtag. Most of them are photos made from well, most of them are mine, but most of them are photos made from my kits. Uh I think. And there are a few others that I don't think are early on but I'm the one who originated the DIY ECN2 tag. So I- In your face. In, in, in their faces. Yep. Um, is that everything? It is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now, now going back to the past, 
I did edit it and I and I I am sad to say that we forgot to tell you that we love you. And I don't want you for a moment to think that we don't love you. So when past Vanya and Eric come on in a minute here, they will not tell you that they love you, but I just want to let it let it be known that we we do we do love you. Some of you more than others, but still all all of you. We love you. We love you. Fine. Okay, we'll send it back to the past. Hey, thank you, future Vanya, future Eric. Well, Vanya, um, developing ECN2 is always a little exhausting for me. I'm very used to developing black and white, (laughs) which is a much shorter process, much simpler process for some reason, a lot less running water. Yes. And I'm, it's so exhausting. It's, it is just so exhausting. <laughs> um, but seeing the photos is usually worth the exhaustion. Yeah. And I just did one roll. Usually I'll do two at a time. So it, it is worth it. It's, uh, um, yeah, it's worth it. I think it's fun. Anything else to say? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm pretty sure that future Vanya mentioned how amazing she likes her film. So I guess we'll see you next week for another main episode. Yeah, which will be really fun. We've got some really fun things in store. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye.